the Lord is my shepherd. I'm looking at the camera while I'm doing the Bible verse. Okay, good. Why are you looking at the camera? Oh, too? okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be alone. He makes me lay down in green branches. He makes me die quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guards me a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know it will bring your with me. Your rod and your staff, they come with me. Surely, surely, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now my head, you anoint my head with oil. Surely, my cup. My cup, okay. My cup overflows. Surely, yes. Surely, goodness will follow me all the days Surely of my life. goodness and love. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Well, hello, it's great to be with you today. I don't know where you're watching from today, but I'm praying that it's an encounter with Jesus today, wherever you are. Uh, you can tell I'm not uh, filming this from my normal location. I'm not in the sanctuary, but I'm filming this sermon from home today uh, because one of our kids uh, has been identified as a close contact to someone who's tested positive for COVID. Uh, so our whole family is participating in a 14-day quarantine. Um, and I think some of you watching might be in a similar situation. Uh, and we're praying for health and grace and peace for all of us in the midst of this time. But today, let's jump in together. Today is our finale for Recover Your Life. And as we've been journeying through the 23rd Psalm together week by week, 10 weeks along, and we made it. Doesn't it feel good to be at this moment? Maybe you relate with that video that we just saw of the little girl reciting the Psalm. Surely, 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 are we ever going to get there to the end of the 23rd Psalm? Uh, well, here we are today, and what a wonderful refrain this is. What a wonderful affirmation of faith that we focus on today. Uh, verse 6 says, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, that's a powerful statement of faith, a, a strong affirmation, just saying that by itself. But, you know, we, we think about that statement at the end of the 23rd Psalm, and it's not just a verse that we look at in isolation, but, but rather it's like the exclamation point um, that, that stands over the whole of the Psalm, that after we talk about who God is and how good he is, then that exclamation point at the end, we declare his goodness and his love, that it follows us and that we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So I want to encourage you to take a moment and as we have been doing each week, let's read together the 23rd Psalm. And I encourage you, make it a prayer and allow these words to soak in and encourage your heart and soul today. Will you read with me? The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. What a wonderful affirmation that is at the close of that psalm, that, that assurance of, of who God is, of how he follows us, of how he is with us, and how we can count on his presence no matter what. It tells us as we read that affirmation that we're surrounded, that we're enveloped by this great goodness and love of God, that not only does he go before us as our shepherd, but, but that he follows us, that he comes behind us, that he literally surrounds us with his love and his goodness. What an awesome reminder that is for us. And and I wonder, I just want to pause there. I don't want to gloss over any of this. And, and I just want to ask you, isn't that a good reminder today? Could you use that good news of God's goodness and faithfulness that is constantly pursuing us, that never gives up, that encourages us to persevere, that no matter what we face, we can count on the Lord, who is our good shepherd, who is our generous host that he loves us and that he is with us and we are always in his presence. We need that good news these days. You know, as we think about uh, the affirmation of the 23rd Psalm in our lives, um, it reminds me where we started this journey, where we began. We've called this spiritual journey this fall, Recover Your Life. Uh, and uh, together, uh, we've been looking at how we find some help in our faith in the midst of a year that's very hard, that's been a struggle for all of us. How do we find life and joy and peace when it feels like we're in the midst of a swamp? When so often what we really want to do is just escape and get away from all of the crazy. What do we do in the midst of that? Well, Jesus says that the answer is not escape, but that the answer and the help that we find is the presence of Jesus right with us, right in the middle of the swamp, of the hard and the messy, that the answer for us is to learn to journey with Jesus and discover that his presence really does change everything and that it's his presence, not our circumstances, that brings us peace. That's the invitation of Jesus. We find it in Matthew chapter 11. And from the message, it says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. 
See, the truth is when you encounter Jesus, then you can recover your life. Not because your circumstances are easy, but because of the power of his presence. So that's what we've been doing this fall. We've been walking with Jesus together. We've been learning along the way. So many of us have been a part of small groups and we're studying together. We're learning about the common rule and rhythms of life and, and those simple daily practices that help us to encounter Jesus. And I wonder, how's it been going for you? Have you found those moments where you are recovering your life? I'll tell you, for, for me, uh, it's been a hard year for me too. <laughs> Here I am preaching from my living room, all kinds of new challenges and things that I've never done before. And, and I have days that are good and, and days where I feel like my faith is grounded and I have other days that are hard and I'm struggling and I know I need a do-over and I need to try again tomorrow. But what I'm learning through all of it <laughs> is that it's the simple ways, the simple pauses in my life <laughs> to know that he is with me, to know that he is with you, to know that, that he loves to join us in the most ordinary moments and that his presence really does change everything, that because of his presence, we can persevere. Friend, I don't know where you find yourself today. Maybe you're watching here from mid-Michigan or maybe you're watching from somewhere else around the country or around the world. Uh, we know that, that cases are on the rise and uh, it's challenging us. Uh, we know that our hearts are heavy for those who are impacted by this. And, and I wanna remind you today, as we wrap this up, uh, of the gift, the generous gift of the presence of God that he is with you right now in this moment as you listen, he is with you and he longs to be gracious to you and to remind you of his presence and to help you persevere. I'm so grateful that we've been on this journey together. I'm so grateful for the way that we've been able to unpack this 23rd Psalm. And, um, you know, I've found myself praying it multiple times a day and, and just mulling over the phrases in my mind and, and how grateful I am for the way that God's word continues to speak life to us, that it's a living and active word of God in our lives. And I'm praying that's true for you today as well. Well, today, as we close this series, Recover Your Life, as we close this journey through the 23rd Psalm, I, I want to do that today in a little different way. Everything's a little different uh, today, it feels like. And I want to share with you a, a story that's been sitting in my inbox since August. And the, from the first time that I read it, and uh, many times since, since I've read it, it's been a great encouragement to me. It's the story of a shepherd in 1983. And the story of this shepherd has been retold in a way that, that really connects with where we are, I think, in the world today. Um, it's written uh, by the author and preacher Anne Voskamp, uh, who I love. And uh, I want to share that with you today. And perhaps uh, for you, as it was for me, this story can help us have an encounter with Jesus. The old cahoot ran in his boots. 
weren't too many of anybody who believed the old guy could. How the old guy ran for 544 miles. His name was Cliff Young, and he wasn't so much. He was 61 years old. He was a farmer. Sometimes the best training for the really big things is just the everyday things. Mr. Young showed up for the race in his Oshkosh overalls and his work boots on with galoshes over top in case it rained. He had no Nike sponsorship. He had no wife, hadn't ever had one. He lived with his mother, never ran in any kind of race before, never ran a five mile race or a half marathon, not even a marathon. But there he was, standing in his work boots at the starting line of an ultra marathon, the most grueling marathon in the world, a 544 mile marathon. Try wrapping your head around pounding the concrete one foot after another for 544 endless stretching miles. They don't measure races like that in yards, but in zip codes. First thing Cliff did was take out his teeth, said his false teeth rattled when he ran, said he grew up on a farm with sheep and no four-wheelers, no horses, so the only way to round up sheep was on the run. Sometimes the best training for the really big things is just the everyday things. That's what Cliff said. Whenever the storm would roll in, I'd have to go and run and round up the sheep. 2,000 head of sheep, 2,000 acres of land. Sometimes I'd have to run those sheep for two or three days. I can run this race. It's only two more days, five days. I've run sheep for three. Got any backers? Reporters shoved their microphones around old Cliff like a spike belt. No, Cliff slipped his hands into his overall pockets. Then you can't run. Cliff looked down at his boots. Does a man need backers or does a man need to believe? What you believe is what's backing you. The other runners, all under a buffed 30 years of age, they could take off like pumped shots from the starting line. And scruffy old Cliff staggers forward. He doesn't run. Shuffles more like it. Straight back, arms dangling, feet awkwardly shuffling along. Cliff eats dust. For 18 hours, the racers blow down the road, far down the road, and old Cliff shuffles on behind. Come the pitch black of night, the runners in their $400 ergonomic Nikes and Adidas lay down by the roadside because that's the plan to win an ultra marathon, to run 544 straight miles, 18 hours of running, six hours of sleeping, rinse and repeat for five days, six days, seven days. The dark falls in, runners sleep, cameras get turned off, reporters go to bed. And through the black night, one 61 year old man far behind keeps shuffling on. And all I can think is the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Darkness doesn't have anything on light, on hope, on faith. 
Cliff Young runs through the night and there is a light that shines in the darkness and the darkness does not master it. Cliff Young runs on through the dark because he didn't know you were supposed to stop. He had no idea that the accepted way professional runners approached an ultra marathon race was to run 18 hours, sleep six for seven days straight. But Cliff Young didn't know that. He didn't know the accepted way. He only knew what he regularly did back home, the way he had always done it. You run through the dark. Turns out when Cliff Young said he gathered sheep around his farm for three days, he meant he'd run across 2,000 acres of farmland for three days straight without stopping or sleeping, without the dark ever stopping him. You gathered sheep by running through the dark. So along the endless stretches of highway, a tiny shadow of an old man shuffled along, one foot after another, right through the heat, right through the night. Cliff gained ground. You've got to keep running through the dark because the light is rising within you. Cliff gained ground because he didn't lose ground to the dark. Cliff gained ground because he ran through the dark. And somewhere at the outset of the night, Cliff Young, in his overalls, he shuffled past the toned runners half his age. And by the morning light, teethless Cliff Young who wasn't young at all. He was a tiny shadow far, far ahead of the professional athletes. For five days and 15 hours and four minutes straight, Cliff Young ran, never once stopping for the dark, never stopping until the old sheep farmer crossed the finish line first. He crossed the finish line first, beating a world record by two whole days. The second place runner crossed the finish line nine hours after Old Cliff. And when they handed Old Cliff Young his $10,000 prize, he said he hadn't known there was a prize. Said he'd run for the wonder of it. Said that all the other runners had worked hard too, so Cliff Young waited at the finish line and handed each of the runners an equal share of the $10,000. And then the old Kahoot in boots walked away without a penny for the race, but with all the hearts of the whole world. While others run fast, you can just shuffle with perseverance. While others impress, you can simply press on. While others stop for the dark, you can run through the dark. The race is won by those who keep running through the dark. Could be the season to pull a Cliff Young. Will you pray with me? Oh, our gracious God, we pause in your presence today. So grateful for your goodness and your love and your faithfulness. 
that follows us all the days of our lives. We're so grateful, God, to dwell in your presence, to know that that no matter how long the days or how dark the nights or how discouraged we might feel, that you are near, that you are good, that you go before us, that you follow us, that you envelop us. God, would you remind us today of your presence? Lord, you know the places in our lives where we might be struggling to persevere. And I pray, God, for each person listening today that you would encourage them heart and soul. Father, that in the center of their being that they would sense your nearness and your comfort and your strength. God, as we come before you today, we know that you specialize in working for good through the most difficult kinds of moments. And so we pause today and we know and we believe and we proclaim that you are good and that you are working for good in our lives and all around us. So God, we pray today, may your kingdom come. May your will be done. We thank you, God, for the way that you encourage us. God, help us to be found faithful as we follow you. It's in the name of Jesus, our Savior, that we pray. Amen.